All right, so back with another podcast. Nitan X here, right here. Ain't ain't ever really leaving. So let's get into it. Peace and love and everything that's here. There's a God Allah in the universe. Salam alaikum. So let's get into it. Now, when we hear, we talking about things we need to, no, sorry, I stopped using that word. When we confront things, there we go. When we confront things, we got to confront things and you got to go for the juggler. Go for the juggler. Go for that artery. What you afraid of? Because... A country where you are supposedly guaranteed safety and the right to be who you are and the right to have your beliefs and your political beliefs and everything. That's all supposed to be so sacred and so important. And it's supposed to be that's how it's supposed to be in a democracy. Well, I don't know if people have been living under a rock or they are just blind to the to, to everything around them and they f- and, 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 and they follow everything just to make themselves feel good and feel safe and everything else that goes around. But democracy for people of color is hypocrisy. If you are a person of color, if you are a person of color, you know, sorry, if you are a conscious person of color, you know what is up. You know what is going on. You know the sin we have been facing, forced into, plunged into. We've been at this for 400 years. You can look up records. You can look up videos. You can look up anything involving what it is generation-wise we, we, we are doing here. We are still at this stage of we are human beings. We ain't property. We ain't something you could just put down, you know, uh, chain up like a like a like a chicken or a cow or a bull or a camel you could whip or a horse you could you could hit with spurs or you know no human beings there's supposed to be human rights here but all people of color have known and still know is terrorism. I'm calling it what it is. The police, the organization, the way that it's structured, the way that it's handled when it comes to black people and people of color, period. And white people who have also been unjustly killed. It isn't it hasn't just been black people, so I don't know where the hell everybody gets that from. It isn't just black people. It's everybody, to some extent, who's been taken down unjustly, but justifiably in the court, 
system and the fence of the pig department. That's right. The pig department. The pig department. That's what they are. Suey, suey, suey. Mm. That's what they are. Now, why do I say that? Why do I have such a such a such a negativity towards the police? Hmm? Why? Why do I have such a negativity towards them? Hmm. Let's see. Rodney King. George Floyd. Uh, Sandra Bland. Tamir Rice. Uh, you know, Breonna Taylor. Jacob Blake, who's alive. Okay. And countless names. But this is, again, way before them. This is the names you don't even hear about. You don't even know about what they happened. Why? Only difference is they weren't recorded. So it's never really remembered. It's never really remembered unless if it's pictured or videotaped. So why do conscious people feel sick to their stomach about the pig department? And why do we call it, we no longer call it brutality by the pig department? We call it what it is, terrorism. If you're going to talk about things, sorry, if you're going to confront things, talk about it right. You better talk about it right, because if not, you ain't talking at all. You ain't talking at all. We, as people of color, we are on limited time here. Because we know that there is always plans to kill us off. We know that there are plans to kill us off. We know. Us conscious people know. The house Negroes who's like, yeah, master. <laughs> Get those uppity ass niggers down there. Get them, master. Get them. Get them. Yeah. Make them hurt, master. Okay. The master and all them house Negroes, you going to get yours. You going to get yours. Believe that. You going to get yours. And you ain't got no one to blame but yourself. You turn coat house Negroes. You, and you know who you are. You know who you are. So. You know. You, you you put that on yourself when you sided with with the master while the field Negroes is planning that the master's house burns down to the ground. Not nothing is left. Or, as we say in the South, ain't nothing left. Ain't nothing left. Because y'all get this twisted. Y'all house Negroes, y'all get this twisted. Y'all think... 
all. Us uppity ass niggas, we out of control. We violent, we angry. Well, what you expect when you learn, when you consider us monkeys, property, uh, indentured servants, when you try to spin it and put a nice little term on it? And you expect us to just be like, oh, yeah, it's okay. You can just call us indentured servants. When if the roles were reversed and black people had power over things and we knew that all that crap would lead to all that suffering of other people and we knew that was going on and we had the power we would never do that to people why because there's always another way to do things there's always always another way to do things that whole line about oh there's only there's only one or two ways to do things is a crock of shit it's a crock of shit and anybody who believes that is a damn dummy. Is a damn dummy. Because for black people, we we don't have nothing to lose. We 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 literally don't have nothing to lose. Black people cannot lose anything else out of all the other shit we already done lost. We ain't have nothing to lose. You're fine with taking our lives. We're fine with defending our lives. You're fine with killing our children, our men, our women. We have nothing to lose. Why Why should we sit here and be afraid? We have nothing to lose. We know we have to fight. But you know what? We'll let you strike first. You know why? Because that is self-defense. Yeah, we'll let the dog, we'll let the, 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 the two-legged rabbit dog or the four-legged dog bite us and do all that stuff. And when the time is right, we will defend ourselves. And or in that moment, we will defend ourselves. Because everybody, everybody on this whole damn planet, this isn't even a rights thing. This is just humanity as a damn whole. You put your hands on me, you put your hands on us in a way that is demeaning and aggressive, we will deal with you. Pure and simple. I'm not talking about somebody just, you know, gives you like a fist bump or you guys, you know, come together, you guys hug. No, no, no. I'm talking about some, they force you, they hit you, they beat you. And that's all the pig department has done since its creation and more so up to now. The cases that people have heard, most of it was cleared out and, 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 and justifiable. So you think because you put a few of the your scapegoats behind bars, black people are going to suddenly be like, yeah, we trust the justice system. Hell no. Hell no. Because if you're doing that shit, you go back and you redo 
all of the all of the shit that has happened to our people. Even if even if those assholes are dead and they still did shit to people, go back and deal with it. Go back and look it up. Otherwise, you're wasting black people's time with trying to put out this this notion of justice. Justice don't exist. I've been on this planet since 94. From 94 to 99 to 2000, there ain't no justice. And 99, people were getting locked up more for little bags of drugs, selling drugs, trying to make some money. And why were they trying to make money? Because black people wasn't given the opportunity. Black people wasn't given the same luxury that other races got. Damn sure not in the 80s. Damn sure not in the, in the in the 70s. Damn sure not in the 60s. And this is before you even get into the whole ugh, integration and right to vote and... Everything else that came in between that. Why? Because America has never given a damn about people of color. America has only been a white only country. It doesn't matter what party it is. Because they're both literally the same. It doesn't matter. So when black people are said. Are, are told your vote matters. You want to vote somebody out? It matters. No, no, no. Because when that goes down and when all that happens, they don't come to you and hear your problems and hear your situations until much later down the line or in the words of brother Malcolm. And then they come to you. They'll take your money. They'll take your vote. But when it comes to your situation your issues no they won't come to you they, they they won't come to you not 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 first not first they'll come to you last dead last super dead last so we are supposed to just be obedient obedient don't try to attack the master don't hurt the master don't burn down the master's house Love master, protect master, and master would rather, rather everybody die, including the house Negroes, in the fire. If he intentionally set the damn fire, master would be like, well, I just got to get more niggers. That's it. And that's what's going on today. You, for black people, you look at the music industry. Hip-hop. Real hip-hop. I'm talking about 80s. 80s going into late 70s when hip-hop was coming around. There was a meaning to it. There was actually a meaning to it. It's not the, 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 the current type of shit you hear nowadays. Some people in current times... They get a pass. They get a pass. But anything else isn't even worth it. It's not even it's it, it's not even on the spectrum as what 
of of what hip hop is. Hip hop is the struggle and voicing it out and making it so and educating people so you actually understand what the hell you're dealing with. But most people think, oh, hip hop is just money. Hip hop is just women and girls and cars. No. That's that that's that corporate crap coming into play. That ain't hip hop. That ain't real hip hop. That ain't that ain't music that is supposed to be bettering people. No. You are so damn mind if you think that. You are so damn mind if you think that. And speaking of current hip hop, we gotta dive back into other topics right quick here. But two weeks ago over two weeks ago, November seventeenth, a rapper named Young Dolph ended up being killed. He ended up being killed. He went to go get some cookies for his mama. Not mom, mama. Okay. He got killed because he he was going to go get cookies for his mama. And people felt like they had to be big and tough and strong and kill the brother. Even though I don't really care for new school rap. Nobody deserves their life taken in a cowardly act. If it was by the pig department, it'd be much worse. But to sit here and say, Another brother dies, age 36, because some other Negro felt some type of way. It's sickening, it's heartbreaking, and it's disgusting that we still have to keep doing this. We still have to keep having these damn conversations. When black people, we know what the hell we are. We know what the hell we are. And we still got to have these conversations. We still got to have these conversations. Why? I said it before. I'm going to say it again because this pisses me off. If you see a nigga in a $500 suit and you have a whole bunch of shit on you, that's only worth $20 and maybe a chain on you and he's wearing a $500 suit. Don't hate the nigga. Because in the end, you both niggas. You both niggas. That's it. You're going to be looked at as a nigga and you always going to be a nigga. In a country that don't want you. So that person who's got the nicer shit than you ain't your enemy. He makes a song that ain't your enemy. You gotta go now. That ain't your enemy. Redirect your shit to something better. And do better. As a damn people. Come on now. Do better as a damn people. So we can stop embarrassing ourselves in front of the enemy that doesn't even need to take notes anymore. On us. On us. 
The enemy is not taking notes anymore on us. They've gathered, they, they've, they've gathered and had all the information they need to control unobedient niggas. They have what they need to control niggas. And you niggas that fall into that, that's on you. You don't want to free yourself. That's on you. You don't want to elevate yourself. That's on you. You don't want to. You don't want to lift up a brother. Lift up a sister. You want to leave him down or kick him down with the white system, with the white people that hate us, that hate your skin, that hate you for being black. That's on you. That's on you. That ain't on me. They down there on cool cast. They down there. That's not on the other revolutionaries and the conscious people who's putting in this work to educate your dumb asses and you don't want it. But you know what? We continue on moving forward because that's what we as a people have no choice but to do. And the people that want to listen, the allies that want to listen, the conscious people, that's like, yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. We get it. That's all you need. But anything else above that, where it's a person who is not even of that race, speaking on that race's behalf as if it's okay to do that. No. No. When it comes to white issues, white people got to deal with that shit themselves. When it comes to Asian issues, Asian people deal with that themselves. Muslim people deal with their issues themselves. And when it's black people's situation, it's black people's situation. Outside races could come in, they could talk, they could offer advice, but it is black people's obligation to their people to fix the situation. I ain't talking about those church leaders who are only in it for for the quick bucks, for the money. So they could profit off that and put it to their mansions or their supercars or or their long cars or the Rolls Royces or any of that shit. I'm talking about the people. Fair Hampton, chairman of the Black Panther Party, Chicago chapter, said, whatever it is, people. There's power. Wherever there's people, there's power. Black people who who are in a predominantly black area where you have all these rundown buildings and shit that's been sitting there for who knows how long just sitting there. I want to put something in people's heads real quick. Imagine the shit we could do. If those rundown ass buildings was turned into places for people, for the people, not the government, 
You still have to pay for the building and all that shit. But if it was, but but if it was shit for the people, if it was things for the people, if it was things for the people, that would be so great. We had that. We had that. Nineteen and 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 nineteen twelve and nineteen nineteen. We had black communities. Let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you what happened when when black communities that was just being themselves came around. When black communities all across the states, I'm not calling this a country, it's just states. It's states and borders. Okay. When black counties came to be where it was black people just Doing what they had to do because they weren't allowed in white counties. They weren't allowed in white areas. Segregation was here. Segregation was here. Boston was segregated. Florida was segregated. The most of the East Coast was still segregated. Sure, slavery was gone, but there was still segregation. There was still segregation. And even if you made it to the North after you broke away from master you still wasn't free and even if you did make it up here there was still no guarantee you was even going to be able to stay up in the north there was never a guarantee you were staying in the north never a guarantee you were staying in the north never a guarantee never never a guarantee you were staying in the north if you were a black person who ran away in the South. And if you got caught. Mutilation. For men. They would cut off. Their boys. For women. They would do the same to them. Or. They would cut off their legs. They'd cut off their arms. They'd make a quote unquote. Example. Out of rebellious niggas what was rebellious about that trying to have a better life if you had a family and you couldn't take them you had to run for yourself you had to go for yourself eventually maybe you could send for them maybe you could just buy out buy them for their freedom but most people couldn't because if you were a slave you had children your children were slaves what oh you didn't know? Yeah. That's how broken and fucked up this country is, was, will always be. It doesn't matter if it's a black president, which Obama was not the first black president. Look it up. It doesn't matter if it is a Chinese American president. It doesn't matter if it is a Muslim American president. Because there is no fixing America unless if the people desire it to be fixed. The racist people, you can't help those people. You either move them out the way or you eliminate them. You either move them out the way or you eliminate them. That's it. That's it. 
the allies and the people who genuinely care, you guys are fine. You guys are fine. Because honestly, for black people who have to constantly go through this every time, every day, every day shit, as we say in the hood, like I said in my podcast, it is draining being black. It is draining being black when you have a black person killing another black person. A black person putting hatred on another black person. You know, black people destroying themselves. With the same shit that was provided by the United States government. When it came to the breakfast program. For kids and and here in America, in the 60s, in the 60s, black kids all across the damn country, if you was black in the 60s, barely have food at school. You know who put a stop to that shit? You know who put a stop to that shit? The Black Panther Party. They put a stop to that shit where they was at and in their other chapters and said, no, we aren't going to let kids, black kids or kids in general who are just hungry, who want to eat food, starve to death because they are either in the ghetto or they're black. We are going to feed them. We are going to make sure that they get the food that they need, the nutrients that they need. And then they will go to school. Not before. Not before. And then, you know what the United States government did? They took it as if they put the breakfast program out nationwide for all kids. But it was still segregation. There was still segregation. Dr. Martin Luther King preached peace. He preached end to racism, to segregation. Never uttered anything violent. And was killed because he was trying to get the world to see shit for what it is not was because we still dealing with this we still dealing with this and he was killed simply because he wanted things to change for all quote unquote Americans he believed in that so much that he made it his mission to put that out there that nobody should be discriminated against when it comes to voting, when it comes to just grabbing a bite to eat. Why? We're still paying the same damn amount of money, sometimes even more for food just to eat. But no, no. We had to fight for that shit just to be able to ride a bus. And now riding a bus, at least here where I live, is dangerous. You can't even ride the damn bus safely no more. So this is tiring. This is draining. If any other race, 
If any other race had to deal with this for 400 years, they would go insane. They would go insane. And then you have to watch a video of a black man dying. You have to watch videos of black men dying. Eric Garner, I can't breathe. George Floyd, I'm through. I'm through. I'm finished. I'm through. I'm through. I'm finished. I'm through. I'm through. I'm finished. So don't sit here and talk about dialogue with the pig department. Don't you dare sit there and insult all the people who have been murdered at the hands of the pigs and say dialogue, dialogue, dialogue. We tried that shit. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So for people of color. Now. I mean, it's always been the time, but things are getting way worse before it gets better. Now is the time for self-defense. Now is the time for self-defense. And brothers, you young kids out here thinking these guns and shit is fun. Put that shit down, man. Put that shit down. Put that shit down. We had our moments in the 90s. We lost Biggie. We lost Pac. We lost Jazzy Jeff. We lost so many other rappers. So many musicians. So many teachers. In terms of what they could teach us with their lyrics. We can't get that back. My generation, we can't get that back. This this so-called new generation, you guys are supposed to be better than us. So fucking be better than us. Put the fucking guns down. Put the fucking guns down. Put them fucking down. Because if you don't, you just continuing our shit. You don't want to continue our shit. Mothers don't want to be burying their babies. Fathers don't want to be burying their babies. Sisters don't want to be burying their brothers. And brothers damn sure don't want to be burying their brothers. So put the fucking shit down. Put the fucking guns down. And stop this shit. You got issues with a motherfucker? Put it in poetry. Put it in a book. Put it in art. Put it in music. But put the fucking guns down, man. 
And with that, I finish off this podcast. So, Ni10X, Blackfish Project Organization, Vice Chairman, signing out. Salam.